Australia was made possible because of you, our fantastic listeners, and all of our supporters on Patreon. I'm sweaty right now. Are you sweaty? It's warm. Yeah, it's very why is warm. it humid in here? I think because the heater is on. Oh. oh, it is humid. I'll yes. open a window. Yes, I don't have a sense of humid. <laughs> I don't have a very good sense of humid. <laughs> Patreon.com. <laughs> That's you on number two. Uh-huh. And that's me on number one. <laughs> <laughs> that's me on number one. Yes. Mm. Because you are pee and I am poo. Oh, yeah. You are pee, I am poo. I love you. That's Barney, isn't it? Are Barney Simpsons Barney? No, Barney the Purple Dinosaur. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Did you yeah. Ever... So it's his song? I, I love thought... you, oh, really? you love me, we're a happy family. It's, it's being, prob- it's, this old man came rolling home. Knick knack, uh, paddywhack, give a dog a bone. Yes, that's what it is. Oh. I didn't think Barney would have written something no. like that. No. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. I missed the whole thing. It wasn't in Iceland. I only saw like spoofs in Mad Magazine. That's how I got a lot of culture uh, f- f- before the internet. Mm. But you had Lazy Town. Yeah, we had Lazy Town, but you know, that's. Did you that's have an garbage. Icelandic version? <laughs> 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 like a but, poor guy bullying people into eating, <laughs> eating food, calling it running. sports candy. I mean, that's the most. I mean, it's just lies. It's not only lies. It's so condescending to call it. To have some sports candy. It's that's not. That's, that's, that's fruit. That's, it's fruit. Just call it fruit. I will eat it if you call it fruit. You piece of fucking and shit. I would have loved to have been the the. Uh, the fruit splainer to Sporticus yeah. like if he was <laughs> if he was handing me sports candy I would have loved to have gone well actually the the sugars in that fruit affect your body in the same way as other sugars so yeah. it's not that healthy really yeah. <laughs> yeah. but it's sports candy yeah well you it, call it, it sports you... candy I say diabetes in your yeah. hand diabetes and well at best diarrhea yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, did but, you have a different Stephanie or did you have the American one? Uh, didn't they just replace whenever she got tits or something? But was it always in English? Uh, no, it was, uh, I think, uh, I think it was originally, it was originally a play. Oh. Uh, uh, and uh, so, so What's-His-Face comes back from the Olympics. He doesn't know what to do with his I've life. I've never seen. I never watched it. I saw the episode. No, 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 no. But the guy was... who played Sporticus, he was yeah. a gymnast. Yes, he was a gymnast. He yes. comes back from the Olympics. He uh-huh. goes, I'm over because I'm now 22. Because mm. um, <laughs> that's what happens in gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And he decides to put on a play. Yes. And that's how it happened. Puts on a play, writes this thing about a town called Lazy Town because everyone is lazy over there. But then comes Sportacus and whips it into shape, and it's no longer no. And it's nobody's lazy, lazy town. in Lazy Town. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, 
Yeah, so uh, I bet the like uh, inhabitants of Lazy Town have to explain to visitors all the time why a town that's er- as erratic and as sports loving is called Lazy yeah. Town. Well, because we used to be lazy. Yeah, we used to be lazy before before he came. <laughs> Who? He's watching. He's watching. He's up there. Rick eats them. <laughs> he watches them from a blimp. But. The rebellion will happen. Robbie Rotten is coming. He will free you, us all. Have you ever seen an episode? I've seen like a one and one, yeah. Because I remember my niece used to watch it when she was little. And the one thing, she didn't like watching it when I was um, with her because I would, you know, make these comments. And one that I always made was, geez, it takes him a long time to get everywhere, doesn't it? Because he's <laughs> like, I better go down and save them. But before I do, I'm going to do a 20 minute acrobatic routine yeah, right yeah. here in this blimp. It lives alone up in that uh, blimp. Um, in an no oddly matter. homoerotic outfit. In a minimalistic homoerotic uh, Paradise. Yeah. Uh, apartment. Paradise apartment. Well, it's just it's a studio. It's a studio apartment. In He's a, a it's a loft. It's a loft. Yes. <laughs> He's basically what's his name from Queerest Folk? Brian. Did you ever see that show? Uh, Queerest Folk. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the British version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like a years ago. It, it became American then. Uh, yeah, I think the British version is like over 20 years old Yeah, now. that's Russell T. Davis who later did uh, Doctor Who. He was the showrunner and writer. Yes, he was. And then he did another great show called Cucumber? I think I've heard of that. My favorite Russell T. Davis thing. Besides, Torchwood? Yeah, well, Torchwood is good. Yeah. And also, Doctor Who is always on top. But he did a two-episode miniseries called The Second Coming. And it was about the second coming of Christ, in which he is just some bloke from Manchester. And it's amazing. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, like, uh, philosophically deep. Mm. Did you ever... Like s- my ass. Did, uh, now we're just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Let's bring it back to uh, high high culture. (laughs) I just thought we were doing Australia. I'm sorry. I know, I know. I I realise we're both so tired. All we're we're doing is talking about TV shows. This is is the tired episode. I've been... um, Well, the entertainment I've had so far is I woke up and and finished watching um, a, a Luther episode, which I started watching last night. Is that the one about the the devil? No, Luther is... Uh, no, 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 no. You're talk, thinking about Lucifer. Oh, okay. Uh, a show which I uh, preemptively hate because it's based on a comic and according to the trailer, it looks nothing like the comic because in the comic, the devil doesn't help the police solving murder cases. Fuck that shit. But Luther is a, is a crime drama with Idris Elba. Oh, it's really good. It's just, it's a British really gritty. It has a kind of a seven vibe to it. All the criminals are just fucked up serial killers. Okay. Um, and the second piece of entertainment uh, I've had this morning was me watching your cat eat uh, a plant. <laughs> it was very entertaining because I saw him robbing the plant from the pot. That her. Her. Mm. Yeah, Pfft. it, it. And uh, <laughs> did you just assume my cat's gender? <laughs> um, sure. 
And <laughs> I know it's she. I don't know. Uh, but Kahtur is male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I saw, saw it eating the plant, and I was like, oh, should, should I tell Jonathan? And I thought, no, this is this is I like I like this is entertaining. <laughs> and then you busted the cat, and I pretended not <laughs> watching the whole time. I was I remember that old story, Belvoir Cutter in Yetteralt, which is an old folk story from mm. Iceland, which I will mm. now tell you. Okay. There is are they are they is it going to be as depressing or going nowhere as every other Icelandic folktale I've ever heard? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> um, there is there are these um, kind of uh, joke figures like our first sitcom were mm. these were these folk stories of uh, three brothers called Gísli, Eirikur, Helgi. Mm-hmm. Gísli, Eirikur, and Helgi, and they were called Bakkabræður because mm. they lived in a. In a uh, Farm called Baki, which is in Svarvardalur, from which I cometh. Svarvardalur. Svarvardalur. We must go there somewhere sometime and take mushrooms. Okay. But, so these, these guys were really stupid. That's their whole thing. Mm. They're really, really stupid. And one time they were walking past one farm and saw a cat for the first time in their life. And they asked the local, the farmer at that farm, what is that? And he said, this is a cat. What's it for? Well, it hunts mice. It rids your house of mice. Oh, wow. That, that's a thing? We must, we have mice. We must have this. Can we buy this cat? And the farmer, knowing that they are stupid, sold the, uh, them the cat for a fortune. Uh-huh. And then just before they're leaving, they say, so uh, what does the cat eat? And uh, then the farmer says, which means the fucking cat eats anything. And uh, so they go, okay, the fucking cat eats anything. So go home and keep thinking about this and they keep repeating this to themselves the fucking cat eats anything anything and my, also my brothers the fucking cat eats anything and my brothers as well and they keep on repeating this uh, <clears throat> while rocking back and forth <laughs> <laughs> like insane people so uh, before so just uh, so they have the cat for maybe 10 minutes and then they hire, use all the rest of their money to hire someone to kill the cat. End of story. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I like these stories. I mean, why should they go anywhere? No. <laughs> <laughs> but they, although it is, uh, it's a, it's a fable of sorts. It's yeah. about uh, don't don't take two things too literally. I would say it's uh, be careful. Autism was alive and well in old Iceland. Yes, that's yeah. that's the message. <laughs> Forget immunizations. And I would say maybe it's something about how you spend your uh, money. Oh, don't be duped. Oh, my favorite. We've all bought a cat, uh, and then have to uh, the same day hire someone to kill it. Mm. In a way. Not not literally a cat. But mm. We've all done this. You know, I remember when I first came to Iceland in 2011. I, uh, I the day I was going to go to the Blue Lagoon, I thought I, I'm not going to be in the water all day, and they have like this loungy area. I'll get myself a book. Mm-hmm. So in one of the the gift shops, I I was like, oh, Icelandic folk and fairy tales. Oh yeah, I'll read that. I read the first one. I went, yawn. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it was the first one was the creation of the hidden people. Oh right, yeah, and that was yeah. where she like for some reason it's Adam and Adam Eve. and Eve, yeah. which is like. But I thought the hidden people was before Christianity. No, it, it all took. Well, this is a little known fact, but the whole, all of Christianity happened in uh, Iceland. Iceland. Okay, yeah. Jesus, everything, everything. Um, uh, <laughs> and 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 the also, she we had Noah. God was coming to visit. In this yeah, story, so I, I, he was I, I, coming for... Okay, this is what yeah. I like. An omnipresent thing yeah. who's everywhere all the time mm-hmm. said, I'm coming over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was going to bathe the children and didn't finish bathing all of them. So hid the dirty ones. Mm-hmm. And then he said, are there any children in this house I can't see? And she said, no. And he said, well, <laughs> then if you're telling the truth, you won't mind if I just turn every kid that's hidden from me in this house into something you will never see ever again. And so those kids were invisible. Now that's a God I can relate to. <laughs> a guy who just comes to visits and just fucks it up. Fucks he's up Judge Judy. Yeah, he's Judge Judy. <laughs> he says, if Super Nanny would just get rid of your children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you what should we do? Well, there are many things there are many things, many ways to skin a cat, mm. but uh, yes, that's a good story. But I think probably it was originated uh, be- before it was Adam and Eve and God. It was probably Asgur and Embla and Odin and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Of course, um, pretended uh, to be Christian. <clears throat> Nordic mythology has the same, all the same elements. Really. Mm. Because it's all the same bullshit. It is. It's all Osiris. Yes. It's all it's all that thing that you said. It's all aside. Well, I mean the the movie. Uh, what's it called? Um, Zeitgeist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Goes through. If if anyone hasn't seen it, it's a long one. Mm-hmm. You know, pack a lunch. Um, but <laughs> yeah, uh, I just watch uh, like five minute uh, segments from the Zeitgeist on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. the government takes it down. <laughs> yeah. The Rothschilds. <laughs> I once, I once had my my gas in yeah. Melbourne fixed yeah. by this Russian dude sent over by the real estate agency. He had a lot of very interesting things to say about yeah. the Rothschilds. I didn't even ask him anything, and I swear if there if there was a step he took that wasn't followed by a fart, I didn't hear it. Um, but <laughs> do you think if Tim Roth had a child, it would just immediately Roth's, become rich? Yeah, probably. Just born rich. Roth's child. Yeah. Um, but the he he said that the way the Rothschilds are going to kill us all off is by starting another potato famine. So because okay. all and I said to him, I was like. I initially, <laughs> initially, I was like, you're crazy. And then he said potato famine. I went, I'm intrigued. I want to hear where this yeah. goes. And and his, his idea was that apparently every truck in the known universe is owned essentially by this family. And how are potatoes transported? By trucks. Every so truck is owned by... The- according to the gas man... According to the gas, but you you sound like a, a storyteller from a mad According to the gas man, <laughs> let me tell you the fable of the gas man and the Rothschilds. The child, the great potato famine will come. <laughs> 
The, the child of rot owns every truck in the desert. <laughs> and then apparently they're just going to stop delivering potatoes and then we're all going to starve. Yeah, and I didn't so have the heart I, to tell him. When I order a hamburger, I skipped the fries. So I'm, it doesn't affect you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That was my thing. It's like, I don't need a lot of potatoes. I think I'm going to be fine. Um, yeah. But on that tired note, I'm Australian. And I am Icelandic. And together we are. Australia. 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 Somebody should uh, like if we have a listener out there in the People's Republic of Australia mm. who has not a life <laughs> and a lot of time. Please make a super cut. Of every intro song we've ever done. I think, how long would you think it would go? I think it would be like a 20 minute song. It would be so strange. Yeah. Like occasionally a good one. Yeah. And then like a string of bad ones. Oh God. Sometimes I've actually planned like, oh yeah, I have a... I have a perfect rhyme here. I have like a, a, a little rap in my head. Yeah. Gotta remember it, gotta remember it. And you never go do. Like, I'm, I'm mm. Australian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurling. Like, what is that fuck? <laughs> it's like every moment when you've ever had to like confront a superior in a workplace and you've had it all planned out oh, in your yeah. head about how, you know, what you're saying is wrong and we should, you know, union. And, and then they say, is there a problem? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it when it happens during like before a performance when I'm going out just blind. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say something. Which, for example, well, for example, when I do like Trumpy um, parties, mm-hmm. I do an intro and I have like, oh, I'm gonna say this and this and this, and I'll just be funny around it. Yeah, and then suddenly my brain just turns into remember what you were gonna say. And don't remember anything that's funny. <laughs> so, okay, this thing, this thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to do a joke. Oh, wait. Okay, back to, back to the when I was talking about the director. He is a true... No, it doesn't work now. <laughs> that, that happens to me. Like, um, I'm usually okay when it comes to stand-up with just going out there and seeing what I come up with. Mm-hmm. But I would say that's eight times out of ten. Yes. There's two times out of ten where my brain has lulled me into that false sense of security. Where you go, I'm sure I'll come up with something. And you get out there and you just go, I really got nothing. No. I got nothing. That's why you need to, like, that, to just do you go into material then? Usually, yeah. I just go, oh, well, what's easy? What's comfortable? <sighs> but there are times when your brain is like a Homer Simpson sort of thing where your brain is like, I'm out of here. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Slam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's wonderful when it works out. Which is like, it's all about you not caring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate it. I hate how your brain sometimes doesn't give a fuck and sometimes just worries about every tiny little thing. Make up your mind. Mm. It's, like, it's like my brain has been clearing its throat since I was born. I, I had this, rem- this remembering, this memory. Remembering. Because I've had a lot Remember of... Remember the Never Never Land. <laughs> 
Man, what was it? Mad Max 3? Re- what? Remember? Listen, a member. A member. <laughs> <laughs> Before the big boom boom. <laughs> oh, I love that. I mean, people hate too much in uh, Mad Max 3, but I think because of the kids, but I think the kid is what make that movie. Mm, but go on. I was, I was just, I've had a lot of trouble sleeping lately, probably because of the lack of booze in my life. Um, but when I can't sleep, I think of stupid things like stuff I did when I was 12 and, you know, like every normal human does. And I remember the other day, um, I went to this camp when I was in the seventh grade and it's you're in Australia. That's like your final year of primary school. Mm. So it was like the start of the year. And it's, it's apparently about, you know, us, us all going as the year seven group, there were three classes and you get to know each other. And on one day at this camp, it was on this like island, it was raining. So we couldn't do any of the things, the outdoor activities they wanted us to do. So basically the teachers who were at that time, like 70 year old women thought it would be a great idea to just get everyone in the circle for two hours and people could just do something funny or share something with the rest of the group. And with my friends, like I was a performer and I was a funny one Mm. and Um, it came around to me and I got up and this is one of the only times in my life I completely froze. I was in front of it and I went to speak and I couldn't say anything. I was like, and some kid's mother had to take me into the kitchen and talk me out of a panic attack. Wow. And then like her, this woman to her credit, her idea was, well, I'm not going to let you sit down. You've got to come up with something so Mm, that you get this over with. Okay, cool. I went back into the room and I just remembered that one kid who I hated because he was always getting better grades than me and people thought he was cooler, even though, you know, he was a nerd and I was a nerd and they picked on me for being a nerd, but why do they think he's cool? (laughs) And I remember his name. His name was Douglas Cheel. And I remember thinking, that's a terrible name, Cheel. That's a Cheel. stupid cheese, C-H-E-A-L. Um, I don't think it's a terrible name now, Douglas, if you're out there. Cheel. I think it's cool. Okay. Cheel. Yeah, of course you do. Everyone thought he was cool. Um, <laughs> hey, Cheel, man. Cheel. Uh, and he did this, you know, the from The Simpsons, there's an episode at the beginning where he's doing the Flintstone song, yeah. Simpson, Homer Simpson. Yeah. And at the end, he's about to hit a chestnut tree. And basically this kid just sat in the circle and quoted The Simpsons. Yeah. And I was like, that's not yours. And that's probably why I froze up. But then I, um, I came out and my response, the only thing I could go to was uh, there's a line from one of the episodes where Bart looks stupid and mm. everyone's making fun of him. And then this kid goes, you're goofy looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. So you, you're... <laughs> <laughs> So your solution to this whole thing was, was to do what Douglas Cheel did. Yeah. And nobody laughed. Nobody laughed at your thing. It was severely uncomfortable for everyone watching. Oh, God. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. You are like, like the earliest trick you learn as a comedian is if you don't get a laugh is to pretend that you weren't going for a laugh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, that's not a joke. Yeah. That's, that's, uh. That's a good trick, but you have to remember, have to uh, assume you have to be ready for the silence yeah. and fill it with the next thing. Yeah, don't do the pause for laughter. No. <laughs> 
Uh, because the, I, this is what you see all the time on like open mics. People going like, okay, here it comes. Here it comes to joke. Oh, it didn't land. It was funny in my brain. And then, and then the worst thing you you see is, can you all hear this? Yeah. Is this thing on? Oh. Is this an audience or a bunch of oil painting? Gee, you guys are quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the best thing you can do is berate the audience. Yeah. For not. Always blame them. Yeah. It is always their fault. One hundred percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's their fault for to bring the stupid asses in here and yeah. not understanding anything as a, also like. As a group of strangers, I mm. mean, did they plan this? Did they meet outside? It must have been a flash mob. I think so. Yeah, it's the, it's the opposite of <laughs> flash mob. Let's turn up together and not laugh at only one comedian. Did you ever see that? Because I never listened to This American Life, but mm. I saw some of the episodes, the TV shows. And one time they had this fascinating story about like a flash mob-ish kind of... This group. American Life, is that Sedaris? No, uh, no, that's uh, this is American Life. It's a podcast. It's a series, different presenters. Yeah, okay, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ira something. Okay, but they did a flash mob. Yeah, and they 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 do stories. They do interesting stories. Yeah, and uh, and one was about a, a flash mob is kind of a performance group, mm. which they like have a have a forum on the internet to discuss what they're gonna do next. At one time, they decided to uh, just to pick a random band, like a really uh, no-name band. Mm. That's just, you know, people who are not even working as musicians. Smoking it's, in the parking lot. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Just some, some guys, like a, uh, a, four, a three or four-man band who, mm. who uh, put their heart and soul into their music. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever they can get a gig, they just go and do it and hope for the best. Yeah. So and so they just found this one band and found its uh, found their website and they where you can hear the song. So all all of the whole group, the performance group, they just they just listened to the songs and learned the lyrics and yeah. learned everything about them. Yeah. And this came up to the they came into the next gig. So they, here's a band who's been playing has done a few gigs, but I think it might happen this time. <gasps> then one time. The venue is just packed with people who love them and know their songs by <laughs> and are wearing like t-shirts and like whoa and like hug them afterwards. You changed my life, man! And they're like, wow, what happened? People just really got into it. I mean, it must be word of mouth or something. And then they do the next gig, maybe two weeks after. No one comes. <gasps> so the flash mob was just to just be a that fan. One time, one time. Oh, that's time so fan. cruel. Yeah, they thought they. I think they didn't. That's not where I thought that was going no. at all. I thought <laughs> I thought they were going to get up and do a performance during the song. No, 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 no. Oh, they just they they went went for the next performance piece. And that's, that's flash mob trolling. I know it is, but it's also very fascinating because you know the uh, the uh, um, this American Life piece talked about how what went through the mind like how did why were we just really hot at this one gig and what happened to all the people why didn't they did they what and then, oh. and then they just slowly found out and they were they were kind of hurt and uh, I think the performance people were kind of. 
uh, sad about it. They didn't mean it to be cruel, but it was all just. It's a funny story, but it's very. very oh, sad. that's so sad. It's a funny, pathetic little story. I always wanted to be in a flash mob. Yeah. I remember years Why? ago. I don't know. It's the only mob that would uh, take you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember I saw one um, years ago where it was very clever, where the people who organized it put a call out on the internet mm. and said, if you want to be part of this, you have to select yes and you're not allowed to tell anyone and you have to commit to... Um, this whole rehearsal thing and it mm-hmm. was going to start in Central Park uh, and uh, no there was no rehearsal everyone had to download mm. an mp3 right be at Central Park and then press start at exactly this time and they had to do everything that was on the mp3 Right, so it was just instructions. Yeah, and so people were instructed, and I think they had to previously learn a dance that they got sent a video on YouTube, and uh, yeah, it, and and it was thousands of people. Wow. Yeah, it was very, and it made me go. I want to be part of something like that. Yeah. I just want to belong. You belong. I belong. I belong yes. everywhere. Um, yes. I'm fine. You are a whore. I'm fine. I belong anywhere. I'll get paid. Um, <laughs> I'm an actor, you see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I remember that old-timey voice mm-hmm. that I do. Mm-hmm. I learned where it came from. Where does it come from? Um, it's called times? well in the in the 30s right. and 40s. Oh yeah, because of the microphones. It, well, it originally it started because um, people they didn't have much bass in radios. Yeah. So people had to speak very up and clipped so that you could hear everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the movies, uh, in the, the in America in the like 20s, 30s, 40s, it was called the mid or transatlantic accent. And it was called that because it wasn't quite British and it wasn't quite American. Right. And it was associated with upper class wealthy people. And mm. people learned how to speak that way at boarding schools And it was so that when you're speaking to someone, they knew you were wealthy. Right. So if you spoke that way, it was associated with affluence and wealth. Mm-hmm. And so in the in the movies, people um, Hollywood wanted people to speak that way because it is they associated <clears throat> with intelligent, wealthy people. But also, it meant that their movies were more marketable overseas because they weren't quite American, weren't quite British. Interesting. And that's why people in old-timey movies like Catherine Hepburn, yeah. they all speak really weird, you see? <laughs> I'm an actor. Um, yeah, 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 I love that. And also, I mean, and remember, uh, did you ever see His Girl Friday? No. Those old screwball comedies, which uh, they spoke like this and they spoke really fast. It mm. was just, it was an early version of the Gilmore Girls. They fit the whole, they fit, uh, phone books of dialogue into a very short movie. How did those poor women learn those lines? I don't know, but I found it fascinating. I always did it's something very soothing. That's what I like really. I like really fast hip-hop mm. because it's just so much information. I like Gilmore Girls for the same, because it releases the same endorphins. As hip-hop. As, as, yeah. I like Eminem and Gilmore Girls for the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> just the just the just the bombardment of information. I, I love it. I never got into that show for that reason yeah. because I would always have to stop and rewind because yeah. I go, 
oh my god what did they just say there's so much information yeah 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 my friend Friedrich Solnes he, he was watching Gilmagos once with my brother because I, I guess uh, I introduced him to the Gilmagos you gotta see this it's so much there's so much talking <laughs> so much talking and he watched it with, with his brother and I had his brother Wikipedia everything he didn't get so what was that reference <laughs> <laughs> It's a Tolkien reference. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, uh, yeah, I loved that. It's also in 30 Rock. Mm. Gilmogur started it. And then because usually the rule was you, if you're going to make a 45 minute episode, mm. it's 45 pages. Yeah. Uh, a minute per page. Yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the kind of standard rule and still goes on. But it has been broken now the kind mm. of but uh, I remember when I started writing for television that was that's the rule people still use it yeah, yeah. people still use it but Gilmagos went up to like 85 pages for a 45 minute yeah. episode and uh, so later uh, comedy picked up on that and so that's why we have 30 Rock mm. and Parks and Recreation mm. that's why everyone talks so fast there and the fun thing about uh, those shows you can watch it again and you're like okay now I'm gonna watch all the jokes I that I missed. Mm. So that's, I, I like that. But uh, I get it because if then you, the, the downside is you have to watch everything several times to get To get it. what the, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, that's also a positive thing. It's like, um, every time I watch an, an episode of Kimmy Schmidt I've already seen, mm. I usually get a reference I didn't get before. Yeah, yeah. 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 You just have to blink. Blink your ears and mm-hmm. you'll miss it. <laughs> and on that note, is it time for the embarrassment? Yes, of the, the week. The embarrassment of the week. I will start. Uh, I have a health update. Yes, tell me about it. Okay, so um, last I spoke to you, I was waiting for results to find out if I had the chromochromacrosis. Mm-hmm. No, hemochromatosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got results back. Mm-hmm. And my iron levels were slightly elevated, but not high enough to say that I have it. Right. But I had a bad test result on something else. Oh, God. My liver function. Oh, well, uh, not surprising. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. But you've been like sober since last time I yeah. saw you, and yeah. you've been sober this whole year, mm-hmm. which is not even two weeks. No. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so basically, uh, uh, it what I have to do is just basically not drink yeah. and be healthier, yeah. uh, and then like every month for a while, just go and get a new test. Yeah. And and it could take a month. It could take six months. It could take a year. Well, <clears throat> so you're just going to keep on not drinking? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. That's fun. I was thinking of starting a, like a blog called The Sober Diaries. Uh-huh. 
Or you could just, yeah, you could do sober diaries, but do, so you're just going to talk about being sober? No, talk about like how awful it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's good. Because yeah, I mean, there are so many, like, every, like I've been looking online about all the things of, you know, all these 10 things that will change your life when you stop drinking. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and the year I didn't drink, how my life changed and what happened. But I thought I would try and do something more honest. Yeah, that's cool. And even if your life changed, is to the better you just keep up the facade that yeah, 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 yeah yeah because it's funnier but yeah over the times I've uh, quit drinking like for a month or so when I do the whole sober month or whatever mm. it's always when uh, like I, I become extremely productive and yeah. I think when you're lying on your deathbed I think what what to do apparently what to do on your deathbed is just regret everything you didn't do mm-hmm. and uh, I mean partying is fun and everything but it does get in the way it does yeah and it doesn't really produce anything for you and hangovers like you lose a day yeah you lose a whole day which you could have used in something else like playing uh, video games why do you do that or watching TV or watching TV yeah <laughs> That's what you do when you're... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, actually watching it and getting stuff out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of Being just watching inspired. it going, those yeah. people don't look hungover. Yeah, yeah. I love it when I have to pause something I'm watching because it gave me an idea. Yeah. I have to write it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of stuff you do when you're sober. Mm. Well, I mean, I've, I've already in the last almost two weeks been more productive. Yeah. I've been writing a pilot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. I've had the whole uh, thing where uh, when I'm at home, my computer's on and final draft is open. And anytime I get an idea, I go, ooh. So currently it's about a man who makes magical pies. Right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And each pie has a special power. And I've got this entire dossier uh, on what each... No. (laughs) Are you referencing to something? No, no. Although I did, I did watch a, a really fascinating documentary on Netflix called Grey State. Grey State. Grey State. Grey State. And it's executive produced by Alfred Werner. Mm. Um, Grey State. Grey State. Uh, but it's, it's, it follows the story of this man who uh, he was a, a, a veteran from Iraq Mm. and uh, very anti-establishment, anti... Like, Iraq changed him. He mm. decided the government was, you know, not the a friend of the people and started writing this script for a movie about the aftermath or the, the times when the grey state or the police mm. state finally happens in America. Yeah. And he... Uh, made spent oh, six thousand about this. Yeah, yeah. six thousand of his own money. Uh, you know, making a trailer, then raised sixty thousand to make the the final script. Had people in Hollywood interesting and interested in producing it. Then he murders his wife and son and kills himself. Right. Yeah. That's what. That's why I remember. Yeah. I remember there was some. I, thought, I remember an interesting twist there. But yeah. he had a whole like in when I'm talking about like the dossier. I guess that reference is there's a bit in the documentary where he's got all of the the scene notes on his wall. Right. And they're connected with 
uh, you know, lines like like someone trying to find a criminal. Right. And it is like an entire, like it's huge. And yeah. you just go, the script does it. Like I was watching it going, oh, I've written stuff. It doesn't need that much information, honey. Like this film's never going to get made. And then I was like, oh, oh, and he killed himself. Um, but yes. Anyway, I've been more productive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yes, please be productive. Make that... Uh, make that pilot happen or else you'll have to gonna have to kill someone my cat and my boyfriend yes your cat which one goes first and how (laughs) (laughs) well there are more than one way to skin a boyfriend Oh, do you have an embarrassment? Have you done anything? Yeah, besides the fact that my breakfast was uh, ch- chips and uh, Snapple. What is a Snapple? A Snapple is basically a very sugary, lemonade thing. It's mm. a juice, uh, which is American, I, I would have thought it would have apple in it. No. Well, some of it does. I bought like a box of it in, in Costco the other day mm. because me and my girly girl went to Costco and... But you don't drive? No. I have the girly girl. Oh, she drives. Yes. Okay, there you go. <laughs> and... Because uh, there have been many times when we've gone to Costco and I thought, we should check if Hulle wants to come. Yeah, I love going to Costco. It's like a, an amusement park mm. of, in sort, sorts. I never... I go there and buy okay uh, I never know what I'm gonna buy you well no one does no it's you don't go into Costco with, uh, out of necessity you don't have a list no <laughs> well so I guess guess some people do some people are very like I guess some people are buying for restaurants or whatever right? yeah or, I mean they have that whole aisle where you can buy like just you know paper cups and yeah However, um, yeah, my embarrassment is the fact that uh, I don't know if I told you, but on New Year's Eve, I broke my tooth or chipped a tooth <gasps> right here. Oh. Like it's a rotten tooth. It's ha- my dentist warned me about it um, like half a year ago. Why don't they just take it out? He was going to fix it or take it out uh, this last fall, but I uh, I forgot my appointment. Mm. So I have one other coming up soon. Mm. However, it's not hurting or anything. Just a, like a piece of my tooth went out here, and it's a, what would you say? It's in the back, or it's a, a molar. It's a mo- it's in the molar. Back. Yeah. yeah. So my tongue has been playing with the tooth a lot. In the and last... you try to stop it, but you can't. I can't. No. But th- that doesn't bother me. Mm. But however, I have been asked three times. In the past, since New Year's, if I'm on coke, <laughs> <laughs> because you keep yeah, um, playing keep with your your two. <laughs> are you on coke? Do you have any? No, no, no. <laughs> I just have a broken tooth. <laughs> and also, uh, this is what I find embarrassing about it. Not that I'm asked, because then I have a chance to <clears throat> correct them and answer. 
but all the people who think I'm a cook and <laughs> haven't addressed it because most people, if you see, if you think someone is a cook, you don't ask them. No, 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 no. So that means for every person that's asked me, there's a bunch of people who haven't asked me. Yeah. Wow, he's a cook. It's like cockroaches. For every one you see, out. there's a hundred you don't. He's been coked out for the past two weeks, man. But also that they're comfortable enough to just confront you. Yeah. They don't need an intervention. No. They just go, dude, you want coke? Yeah. Yeah, I like that kind of confrontation. It's it's better than shutting up. Yeah. Uh, Ari did... Uh, I went to Ari's... Uh, Ari his Adios. year... Yeah, his, Ari Eldon, yeah. Yeah, his yearly stand-up. And he's... He is absolutely amazing. Mm. Uh, and he is so... He's like a scientist when it comes to uh, stand-up. He's so good. And um, he did this great bit where... Uh, uh, he was talking about Danish people versus Icelandic people, and there's a, there was he was talking about the fact that he was once uh, 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 Danish people very much like Dutch people, so mm. that's yeah, that's yeah, your yeah setup yeah. here. Yeah, so he was They're condescending. Yeah, condescending, and they explain things to you. Yes, uh, and he was standing so uh, like at the like a, I guess a bus terminal somewhere, mm. and he was standing somewhere close to a, a door, um, a automatic door. Mm. He was standing in the beam, so the door never closed. It just kept on opening. And uh, uh, and uh, Ari didn't know about this. He didn't figure it out. He was just distracted or something. And then so, then a Danish person comes to him and expects, excuse me, you are standing in the beam and the cold is coming inside and uh, we are very cold and it is, uh, uh, it's uh, ruining the whole day for us. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you, you can't stand there. It's supposed to close automatically. Don't you understand? And explains to him. And he goes like, okay, wow. If this would have happened in Iceland and I, I would have stood there and the people who sat, uh, sat in there would have gone like, why is he? Why doesn't he move? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody, why doesn't anybody say anything? <laughs> oh God, I'm gonna say something on the internet. <laughs> it's so I'm true. sorry. For, I'm sorry for repeating a whole bit with Arielia, but you know, it's Aries Dogan. It's 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 really good. I think it's one of his best bits. He's actually part of an embarrassment I thought about sharing, but decided not to. But maybe I should. Yeah. Yeah, because it's about ego. <laughs> it's about ego. So I heard the other night, so I hosted the Grapevine Awards. Mm. Um, and then uh, one of the, so w- when I... How uh, did that go, by the way? It, it went, I think it went well. I'm sad I missed it. Yeah, I, the, I mean, it was, it was, everyone knew who the awards were. Mm-hmm. So it was basically a case of, you know, here's who won. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Do you want to say a few words? And then they had performances by them, um, which which was you know it was lovely, and they, they were happy with oh. with what I did, good, good, uh, good. which which is good. Um, the the it was it was certainly uh, I don't think I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but it was certainly a D list moment for me because um, like I had been booked, and then I arrived, and one of the people in charge of it, um, you know, knew what I looked like and yeah. came up to me and. And, you know, shook my hand and, and was like, okay, so we're going to do this. And we're going to do this. And I think he said, so, so have you ever hosted something before? Mm. And I went, yes, yes, mm. quite, quite a few things. It's like, oh, cool. And, uh, and did you just arrive in Iceland? Mm. I was like, 
No, I've been here a while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that that's embarrassing that somebody didn't know who we were. No, it was just sort of like it was a grounding moment. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, where I that's, am. Yeah, that's where I am. So many people who don't know who I am, and yeah. I'm more famous than you. I know. I, I come across it all the time, and I'm so surprised. Yeah. But usually, with you though. And I think it would be similar for me. Like if I just show someone a drawing, they go, "Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, maybe." But uh, like, again, me, I, just, I mean, uh, there are so many bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we're all stuck inside one, and we, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the embarrassing. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was just like I was I was tired and I had been yeah, sick yeah, okay, and okay. you know and and. Uh, you know, yeah, it was just, it, you know, those days where you're like, I just need a win today. Mm-hmm. I just need a win. Yeah. <laughs> I just need recognition. But and you got some laughs. I did. I did. It was, it was lovely. And, and it was, uh, I got a great compliment from Bilgia okay, um, the cool. next day. Cause she said that that went really well. Cause they were not there for comedy. Um, yeah, yeah. like when, cause just before I, I, I thought I was just hosting mm-hmm. and just before, um, I was about to go on and I had all these like, cue cards with big piece of information. I thought it was going to be like when I hosted TEDx, it was like, just say the stuff on the things, give the awards, make this simple. That's what I thought it was. And then, uh, just like literally two minutes before we're about to start. So he's like, we're going to start in two minutes. So, so you'll start with about 15 or 20 minutes. I went, Oh, oh, you want me to do stand up? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was one of those, okay. And then he kind of walked away, and there was a, a girl from like Music Iceland there who said, Did, did you know you were going to do stand up? Oh, no, not really. And she went, Wow. So, what do you do in that situation? He's like, Oh, I'll just pull something, you know, mm-hmm. from the, the last 13 years. Um, and <laughs> from the last 13 years, in brackets, it's probably going to be from the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Uh, but then afterwards I was chatting with someone backstage and, uh, they were talking about how they saw Artie's show and that it was really good. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was sorry. I missed it. You know, it would have been in Icelandic anyway, so I probably wouldn't have gotten all of it. And they said, yeah, did you hear he's going to Australia? Right. Okay. And I went, no, I didn't. So he's doing the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Of course. Yeah. And I yeah, am, yeah, yeah. I knew about that. I am unashamed of saying this, but. Cause I think it, I think I think it's good to be honest about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, good for him, and I still think good for him. Cause I think honestly, I think this is the year Are is going to international. He's going to take off. Yeah, absolutely. Like he, I mean, it started in Edinburgh last year, and and he ended up going to London and doing mm-hmm. Soho. Like he is getting very hot right now. Yeah. Um, and uh, then my own <laughs> insecurities straight away went. Oh my God, he's going to go to Melbourne. He's going to be really successful. He's going to be more successful in Australia than I ever was. And, and, and then, and then this guy went, Oh, you know, and I think it's going to be really good for comedy if he, mm-hmm. um, and I'm so embarrassed. I said this, it's going to be great for comedy if he really takes off and then people are starting to look at comedy and ice. And I said, I said to this guy, yeah, but I don't think it will be for me. And he went, what do you mean? And I said, I think it'll be big for Icelandic comedians. Mm. It won't be for me because I'm just a foreign comedian who lives here. And yeah, I, I, and then the guy actually said to me, I think you're being a bit of a negative Nelly right now. Yeah. And I, I said, I think I am too. <laughs> I must go. <laughs> 
Yes, well, ego yeah. is stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. And he works so hard and he deserves it. I remember one time I was uh, when I was kind of, uh, because I've never been a sore loser. Mm. Although I'm, I'm also, while I remember, I'm working on this, I'm working on a whole bunch of bits now. I have to write them down, but mm. one of them is about sore losers mm-hmm. and how when you realize that you may be playing a board game or whatever with a sore loser yeah. and you have to decide am I going to let him win so that you don't have to deal with it or go yeah. and because a sore loser is a horrible winner mm. they are worse winners than yes, they are, they are. Yeah, because then they go in your face and you have to say I just I let you win mm. uh, so it's better to actually just win and have them just uh, wallow in 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 whatever they have and also I have friends who are sore losers and they they are ashamed of it but they, sometimes they go no I can't play a game I will, I will I'm a terrible a, loser yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a horrible person but uh, yeah well, I remember one time uh, my television show uh, Hulli was mm-hmm. uh, was nominated uh, for the, the Eddas which is like the Icelandic Emmys yes yep. and um, they um well, it's the MS slash Oscars. It's just all... Uh, everything. Yeah. Everything in film. Everything in film. Mm. And uh, so mine was nominated for best... Uh, uh, comedy? Best comedy. Yeah. Best comedy. Because uh, they don't have an animation category, do no, they? No. And it was... Le- it's, well, it was literally called best lakeith epne, which means... It was. I thought it wasn't even comedy. It was just acted stuff. <laughs> That's what Lake Avenue means. Which is everything. That's not reality TV. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't remember the category. I remember. Well, so, I remember that. I so you're not going up against the news. No, <laughs> not the news or a game show. Yeah, but the uh, then it also have best entertainment stuff. But that's I don't know. It's yeah, very. Okay. It's a. Uh, it's. I, I find it all a bit hokey and jokey, the yeah. whole thing, the whole address, but, you know, it's nice to be nominated. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was nominated, I was like, oh, really? And, uh, oh, f- of course, uh, I am a show that's in Iceland. Of course I was nominated. <laughs> like, if you're, well, if you're not nominated... And you did a show in Iceland. That's like that. That's that's not good because yeah. I don't because you're not you getting the second season if you're not nominated. Well, yeah, you don't do um, the thing. Is there's there aren't enough. There are, the, the reason I find Adidas to be the Adidas to be a bit ridiculous until I win something is uh, that we don't make enough stuff there's to like be, three shows yeah. and two movies every year <laughs> <Yes>. so whatever <laughs> so I've, basically every movie gets nominated yeah 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 <laughs> and if you're every of, every this is what I love yeah. about Iceland every movie that's released and made in Iceland yeah. is a contender for the Oscars for Iceland yeah. <laughs> yes it's very funny and uh, the festival is basically us pretending that it's not embarrassing. It's mm. a very fun, fun thing. Anyway, I was uh, nominated once, and my producer Sirion he kept on telling me, "Well, uh, do you have a speech ready?" I'm like, no, no. Well, I don't think we're gonna win. No, we're definitely gonna win. This is gonna win, definitely. I've heard things we're gonna win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then I'm like, "Okay, we're gonna win." And I sat there at the table. 
and I just I, while I, until my category came up, I was just I wrote the whole stand up mm. as a, as a, the the speech, and then I didn't win. Aha. Uh-huh. And I that's one time I remember to be like a sore loser. But what I did was just embrace it. Uh, whenever people asked me, when I met people in parties later at night, I go like, "Yeah, I didn't win the fucking Austrian one. What's that show about? No, nobody even saw that show. <laughs> yes, I'm a sore loser. I'm a very sore loser. Calm down, Sylvia Knight. <laughs> And uh, and because I kept telling people, yeah, I mean, I'm really pissed off that I didn't win. Kept saying that out loud. People said, like, good for you, man. You should have won. <laughs> because if you were to go like, no, it's all right. It's just uh, nice to be nominated. Uh, then then people uh, would have been, yeah, 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 it is. Yes, it's, just, it's an honor. It doesn't matter anyway. People would be doing that. Yeah. But if you release your inner bitch. I should have fucking people, won. People usually agree with a bitch. Do you know that I think somewhere on YouTube there's a super cut. Because, you know, Kathy Griffin won two Emmys. Mm. For my life on the D list, mm. there's a, I think a supercut of every time she didn't win, right? And the cameras are on her. She like does the finger. She's uh. like, what the fuck? She yeah. She just did not care. Right. I kind of have a sore loser moment coming up as well, right? And it's it is the, what I've noticed about me with with losing is that I don't care about winning. It's exactly the same thing. Until there's a possibility I might. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about it until fucking Sierra told me I was going to win. I was kind of pissed off at him. Because <laughs> remember, remember the, the link you posted on um, on uh, the Australia page mm. about Gay Iceland is going to reveal their person of the year. Right, right. Have they done that already? It's either today or Monday. Mm. Um, but... The reason I showed it to you, because initially I was like, this is funny, is because somebody told me that they nominated me. Mm. Then more than one person told me they nominated me. Right. And so then I was like... I forgot to nominate you. (laughs) (laughs) But like until when I saw the article, I was like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder who it would be. Mm. Because like who in Iceland in the last year has done this and this, like you've done stuff for the gay community. Um, and I didn't, you know, like I would, I would never nominate myself. Um, but then once people had started telling me that they nominated me, I started going, Oh, that, that would be nice. That would be a nice little string to my boat. That would be a nice little pat on the back for all the, all the free gigs I did for gay people in the last year. You know, yeah. that, would, that would be, be quite a nice little honor. And so now I've kind of gotten myself into a, a position where I think if I don't win, I will be disappointed. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You should try to flush that out of the mind and replace it with a, a thought that's like, I don't deserve to win. I don't deserve. I didn't. I haven't yeah. nearly done enough. And uh, just, just uh, me and Sandra uh, in 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 one of my other podcasts, mm. we talk about uh, uh, collecting collecting in the Karma Bank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which is basically just be nice and 
don't talk about being nice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just don't pat yourself yeah, on the back. No, you know. Do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. Whenever you do something uh, good, just shut up about it. Because, I mean, karma is watching. I will say, though, right here, right now, if I do win and there's media about me winning, I am totally going to act surprised. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm going to be like, course. and I'm going to, I'm going to say, oh, there are so many other people mm-hmm. who should have won this, but I did. Yes. Um, now I hope you win because the, when they, when you post the, uh, the article about, about you and you being all surprised, I'm going to uh, <laughs> an audio file of this conversation in the comment section. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I've I've heard. Uh, I asked around some, like some of the other people who, who people were nominating, or like the guy who brought attention to, um, the syphilis in mm. Iceland, the guy who got like late stage syphilis, right, and then openly admitted that he had it, so that more people got tested. Uh-huh. Um, there was someone in politics who did something with human rights law. I think that person Ooh. is probably going to win. Yeah, yeah, you, you. Uh, <laughs> I do not have a chance. I do not stand Snowballs a chance. chance and, then, and then you know, because it's not just the nominations. The the magazine also have a panel of. Um, what would you do if I won? As a, like a woke ally. <laughs> I thought about that because also someone told me that Einar, uh, who is my co-creator yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. Bruce the Angry Bear, the guy who draws it all, that he has been nominated as well. Someone right. told me they nominated him yeah, as yeah. an ally. Yeah, because, he's more of a like a hands-on ally. Yeah, than you. Yeah, like, I am, I'm just sitting <laughs> You just sit. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah ally is a funny thing yeah the fact I, fi- I find the whole concept of being an ally I have, of course it's a beautiful thing but in the back of my mind I have the same feeling for the word as I do for being a feminist because why everyone be, should be yeah, one everyone should be. yeah I hate it <laughs> well yes 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 Mm. So <laughs> no. how long have we been talking? About? <laughs> we're can so you, tired. Can you t- why are we tired? Because we're not hungover. No, I I just haven't been sleeping a lot, and I've been working a lot as I've well. I've been sleeping a lot, and all, but yeah, I, well, I have been I have had good sleeps, mm. but uh, uh, I feel like I never got my Christmas vacation. I no, need, I need, yeah. I need a day or two just to, just off. Yeah, off the grid. Yeah. When Can I, you do it though? Uh, no, I can't. Yeah. And it's also it's bad for you actually because it sounds like heaven. Mm. Sitting your sofa all day mm. and watching everything you're gonna watch and playing video games. It sounds like heaven, but there is like if your body hasn't moved uh, for a for, for like a half a day, you mm. start feeling. I start feeling just depressed really I need to do something yeah. productive yeah. Uh, if, if I have a day off like like, and it can't just be laundry and cleaning it needs to be writing <clears throat> or finishing something to do with the cartoon or podcasts or you know or other things you know I should start working on a project I'm doing now because I'm doing this whole Groundhog Day thing for mm-hmm. Bio Paradise yeah Groundhog Day is on the 2nd of uh, February mm-hmm 
do you say February or February? No one says February. It's spelled that way. Welcome to English. Um, well, it's just Iceland February. February. So I'm going to say February. Yeah, it's February. Yeah. Well, there's an R. In yeah, it. there is. There is. So uh, there's an there's a G H and through, but you don't say throg. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should start doing. And that. you don't say rock. Their should start doing. <laughs> Did you hear that Brian Regan joke? Like hooked on hooked on phonics worked for me. You remember that thing? No. There's a thing called hooked on phonics, which is a, like a system or what some something that helps you learn to read in America. Okay. And he was uh, Brian Regan, who was one of the greatest comedians. He did a bit about uh, what because the ad was. Hooked on phonics worked for me. What if that person didn't really know, didn't really get there? So it was hooked on phonics worked for me, for me. I always laugh when I think about it. But so I'm doing this thing for Groundhog Day. Um, mm. Which is, uh, I will, Bio Paradis is going to show Groundhog Day on a loop for the whole of Groundhog Day. Oh, that's awesome. And they're going to have, you can have coffee. I'm trying to make breakfast all day happen as well. Yeah, and is it going to be like paper cups coffee? And like they have in the movie? Preferably if yeah. you could have just drinking out of the metal. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Will they have a bathtub with a toaster as well? And... Wow. So, well, yes. Yeah. Wow. We should, uh, I should just start working on it. It's going to be a whole thing. And there's definitely a, a puddle outside Beopardides because oh, it's winter. Yeah, it's Watch out for the first. Yeah, we should make that happen. Um, try to produce a puddle. I will go outside and produce. And in the lobby, they should have that. They should have that. They should have hired you. Yes, I've created this stuff. Yes. So that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a little introduction before every screening. Oh God! And it's gonna be the same. It's gonna be the same every time. I'm. I'm trying. It's gonna be the most acting I've ever done because I have to do the same pauses in the same cuffs. Every time mm. I have to actually practice something. Mm. Um, if you need a hand, I did go to drama school. Oh yes, yeah. I will use you. But so, but also in the meantime, I will be out in the hallway and drawing uh, a comic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm going to remember. Remember when I was just uh, just uh, bullshitting about uh, remaking Groundhog Day. But like a, but like an Ingmar Bergman. Yeah, like, black and white. I like dog, and I did some. Yeah. But I would, I would be doing that. I would be doing my own uh, Groundhog Day as a comic mm-hmm. uh, on a huge piece of uh, like paper, and it will be this probably is... the longest uh, one page comic I've ever done. So is this going for twelve hours? I will be doing that. I will be uh, insane and uh, with sore fingers in the end. So should I should I bring you like food and drinks or something? Just cocaine. <laughs> well, clearly you're already on it. <laughs> I'm all out. When does it start? Uh, I think nine in the morning or something. And it's going till midnight. Yeah, and you can buy a ticket, and you will just have access. You can go there and watch in the, and out yeah, all day. Yeah. 
I do love that movie. It's a good movie. It's a fun thing. Hey, let's go back inside and watch five minutes of Groundhog Day, and then yeah. go outside and then catch oh, it again. It sounds like a great, a great thing. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Man. It's a long day. Like the 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 momager in me goes. I hope they're paying you for that. Ah, uh, yeah, I get paid from uh, I think Listahotis, which is the last festival. It's a part of. I think it's a part of uh, us like preparing for the arrival of Bill Murray, which will be on in the afternoon. Oh yeah, he's coming. Yes. Ah, so that's that's kind of this is just a preview. Is there going to be a Q and A at any point with Bill Murray during that festival? <clears throat> I have no idea because he's doing like this musical music thing. Oh, really? Yeah, he's traveling with a string quartet or something. Because I love him. Yes, I think he's brilliant. Yes, there's one question I've. You know, sometimes people go like, "What's the one question you would like to ask this mm-hmm. person?" I have one stupid question I want to ask Bill Murray. What did you do to Lucy Liu? Oh, um, I think you can look that up on YouTube. What did he do? Well, they were just, they hate, he, he, what did he do to her? Yeah, she, she said she would not come back and do Charlie's Angels again. Yeah. If he was still in, because apparently he was so awful to her. According to, like, I, I, I watched this YouTube file, which was uh, actors that won't work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Charlie's like, Theron and, and what's his face? Uh, I think they just really... Uh, Basically, it just sounded like they hated each other and they didn't click. Yeah. It's, it's like sometimes uh, sometimes people like uh, yeah, I guess. peanut butter and sardines. They just don't go together. Oh, gross. Yeah. That's all right. So, so let's go into a kitchen and make a peanut butter <laughs> and sardine sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> you don't have a nut allergy, do you? Uh, no. That's another thing. I've, I've been watching a lot of documentaries and I watched one on, on food oh. allergies. Just hate it when you say something like this. You don't have a nut allergy or something, and my brain goes, "Okay, what is the funniest answer to that question?" Yeah, I was like, I, I like a couple of these nuts jokes went through my head, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or or I was gonna say, "Is that a proposition, Jonathan?" Yeah, because I was gonna, I was actually just gonna say. Now the, the the joke, if I were you, I would have said was, "I I might, but I know you don't." Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, no, 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 yes, but I'm open for experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Did you know? Apparently, um, life-threatening food allergies have gone up fifty percent in the last twenty years, and it, nobody knows why. And nobody knows why. Ah, so yeah. it's like food is kill I think nature is killing us off. Well, yeah, I mean there's theories. There's yeah. theories that we live such a clean life now compared to what we used to that we don't have as much microbacteria in our gut and the the whole thing with anaphylaxis is your body sees a food as dangerous mm-hmm. and so tries to stop it going into your body in the first place. And that's why people like in our age range when you see all these food allergies or like you work in a restaurant, you go, I don't remember this being a thing 20 years ago because it wasn't. No, no. I think uh, also because I think nature is trying to kill us off. Mother nature is kind of this whole one organi- orgasm, orgasm, <laughs> <laughs> organism. Mm. And um, 
and I think, uh, for example, they it's making food more poisonous. It's finding everything to protect itself. Are you saying the happening? Yes, is happening. The happening is happening. <laughs> My favorite moment. What a twist! My favorite moment from that film was when Mark Wahlberg is just calming the tree down. We don't mean you any harm. Do you remember that scene? I, yeah, yeah. I have to. I want to watch that movie again. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Uh, because it's it's very laughable, but also I have this weird respect for it because at least it went there. It's it's a genius yeah. idea. Like it's an interesting idea. Oh, the, the the opening is. I love the opening. The whole. Uh, I can't remember the suicides. Just random suicides everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I think the disturbing one was a woman with the hair pin. Yeah, sticks it in the ear. And then construction workers just walking off building. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I think I will watch that later today. I I think it made something happen in my brain that because I have this whole... I'm doing this series of uh, apocalyptic comic books. Mm. uh, Working with various illustrators. And this one... One story I have lined up is about when um, people get allergic to each other. Mm. They get allergic to closeness, actually. Mm. So if you spend the time with another person in the same room, for example, uh, then you will get suicidal. Right. So being close to people makes you suicidal in this world. It's a virus. So everyone, every survivor is just a hermit. And I think the story is going to be like a love story where they send letters or something. Oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be very tragic. I have no idea. It's going to be, it's going to begin uh, sadly and end sadly and it's going to have a sad middle. <laughs> Just like the story about the brothers and the cat. <laughs> That was just stupid. Um, but hey, we don't have any uh, special. Uh, we don't have any ants of agony. No, I think we just we. I we're just we, tired. We're tired, but I think it's been a great episode. I have one question for you because I actually came up with a gate to me straight, mm-hmm. and I thought this might finish us off today. Bring it. Um, so recently, you asked me. You named Icelandic celebrities, mm-hmm. and you wanted to know if I thought they were tops or bottoms, mm-hmm. and I've done this, a similar thing with you. Yeah. I want to name superheroes and you answer yes or no if you would go gay for them. Oh, okay. Okay. Iron Man. Mm, no. He's a douchebag, isn't he? Yeah, I would just rather have like a party with Iron Man. Okay, Iron Man. Hulk. No, what if he changes while he's inside me? <laughs> Thor. <laughs> Thor, sure. Loki. No, rather Loki than Thor. Because Loki, he is gender fluid anyway. Yeah, okay. Uh, what about uh, Captain America? Yeah, I would do that. Desecrate the flag, man. <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you finish on the shield? I think I would. I think I would. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, my God. Spider-Man. Uh... Spider-Man is a whole just metaphor for premature ejaculation. So I don't think he would last, so no. Okay. Black Panther. Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. He is sexy. And then I would never go back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Doctor Strange. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, while in the astral plane. Yeah. Because that's like a big old mushroom trip. Uh, Professor Xavier. Mm, sounds okay. like a lot of work. <laughs> Before the accident. Before the accident? <laughs> sounds um, like a lot of work. <laughs> Uh, no, not before the accident, because what is it before the accident? A drug addict. Yeah, well, according to the movies, mm. that's just the movies. Okay. Uh, directed by a sex predator. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. Um, and a gay one. Um, uh, Magneto. Yes. Yes? Yes, because, uh, I mean, he is gay. Well, uh... Is he gay in the comics? Well, no, he's not gay in the comics. But it's just I think Ian McKellen I, Ian becomes... Ian McKellen's performance uh, made him gay for me. And he was kind of... When he played... I believe he played Magneto gay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when he said to Rogue in X-Men 2, I love what you did to your hair. Which yeah. Which like he was... It was, uh, it was throwing shade. Yeah. It was a little bit Tim Gunn. Yeah, uh, he does it because he because she, she has this grey streak yeah. in her hair and she got it from a uh, uh, confrontation with Magneto in yeah. the first movie. So yeah. he, was just, he was just saying, nice hair, I did that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a bitchy hairdresser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so venturing a little bit uh, parallel to superheroes, David from Prometheus. Oh yeah, yeah, the the uh, cyborg, fastbender, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. A, a cyborg is something, someone who so would do it to the job properly. You've seen Covenant, yes. So you would, David. What about Walter? Which one is the evil one? Walter's the good one. David's the evil one. I'll do the evil one, man. David, but not Walter. No. Walter's too n- nice. Guys finish last. Yeah. I'll um, <laughs> <laughs> on the shield is there is there I know there was one I thought of this in the shower this morning there was another one I would also like no oh, go on go on it's uh, well it's all about timing I was going to say um, I would like to end up no who I would go straight for no I was, no. was going to say after I said the finishing on the shield yeah and then I would like to finish on your friend shield Chill. No, chill. Chill, yeah. Douglas, chill. So it didn't work <laughs> Can we edit this one out? No. Nah. <laughs> I need a win today. <laughs> anyway, I think that's a nice episode. We're gonna be less tired next week. Uh, but do we have any? Do we have a live one coming up? I think twenty fourth. Twenty fourth, which is very close to Australia Day. Oh right, yes, yes. The twenty sixth. Racism Day. Race Invasion Day. Race Invasion Day. Invasion Race Day. Race Invasion. Race Invasion. Razor Blades. Um, Race Invasion. Razor <laughs> Anyway. Rice Invasion. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it correctly? Uh, Rice Invasion. That was you? pretty good. That was pretty good. Every time someone says um, today. To die. Yeah, yeah, I always think, no, okay, yesterday. Okay, you're going to die. No, I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always you doing a bad Australian yeah, accent. Yeah, yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah, the whole no thing. That always worries me, but it, I find it the most fun part of the joke. Because yeah. it, it, and that's that's the first mistake people make when they try and do an Australian accent. They go now, it's no, 
No. 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 It's like, no. so go, no. er, er, er. So, and then add a no to it. No. 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 Almost. No. Yeah. No. no. Do you no. have narwhals? Narwhals over there? Nah. Narwhal. <laughs> Narwhal. Anyway, this has been a tired Australia. <clears throat> it has. Yeah. And so, we bid you peace out, motherfuckers.